bless you, everybody. Welcome you in the house of God this morning. Maybe we can start by singing this song, Savior, like a shepherd, lead us. I was just going through some songs this morning looking for the leading of the Lord in worship, and this song came up, and I just thought we'd be really nice to be able to sing it together. It's a favorite old song of mine. Amen. Let's sing verse 1. Savior, like a shepherd, lead us. Much we need thy tender care. In thy pleasant pastures, lead us. For our use, I Jesus, let's see. 
to be closer to you closer divine fellowship with you our God and our Father have your way this morning Lord Jesus Lord we're creating an atmosphere for of welcome for you to come Lord and to minister unto your children Lord as we've gathered this morning Father both here Lord and with us online Father Oh, have your way, oh God. Touch every life, Lord. Hallelujah. Maybe we can sing together. Touching Jesus is all that really matters. Amen. I believe that with all my heart. Brother Murphy, I'm going to ask you to come and lead us in prayer this morning. Oh, touching Jesus is all that we
how we go out to God only give her one way to touch him. So we don't have to be confused. There's one way you just believe. And it doesn't have to take the super, super face. It's just simple face as pure as a mustard seed. And let us pray it all together. Our dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we're coming to mean business with you, Lord. Because, Lord, you have been so serious with us. Lord, you take the book and let the lamb who is slain before the foundation of the world. And coming in this age with the bloody lamb who took the book of the redemption, Lord. Reveal yourself or reveal your children's position. Lord, we're coming into the position to know that everything that we ask from the Lord, he will give it to us. Lord, we're coming before you with our heart was a full, Lord. To know the Lamb with the bloody hand that I took the book. That every redemption rights, that every redemption privilege that Adam and Eve has lost of a Lord in this hour, in this age. You have redeemed, redeemed it and given it all back to us. So that we can come before you without a condemnation. We can come before you with a pure heart. That know that everything that we ask for, our Lord will give it to us. Lord, only on base of a one thing, that is to believe your word. To have faith to what you have promised to us. Lord, we can take a hold of, take a grab of it and know that it belongs to us. We know that a healing that it belongs to us because you have paid for it. The price of the Jesus Christ that it made had paid for it, our healing. Lord, that the, you have healed it of the cancer, not today, but Lord, you have healed it a long time ago when that strapped it on you. When you were hanged on a cross, that every cancer case, that it can be healed, Lord. Lord, every person that was bound, that it can be delivered because you have paid for it. All the wayward children that has been wayward or the way that it can become home because you have paid for it. Lord, even for this prayer request, our sister Edda, that I ask for, pray for her nephew that who was in the car accident. Lord, in the critical moment, but Lord, there's nothing too hard for you. We bring the boy that before you that know that everything that you ever promised, Lord, you will do it. Lord, I remember it even years ago. Lord, one that a man who was in the backside of condition that in China, that riding a motor cycle that dash into the bus Lord into the coma for weeks Lord the doctor had to give it up but Lord by just listening to the voice of the prophet Lord a natural ear probably cannot even hear it that as a man they maybe give it him up but Lord you never give it him up you give him a chance so that he can hear the voice one more time and it will come back to life again Lord we pray for this sister had as a prayer request that Daniel is in her nephew again Lord we ask you Lord to save him Lord from the grip of a Satan. Lord, awaken him up in that condition, Lord. Just completely restore him. Not for his own sake, but for your name's sake, Lord. Let the glory of God, even at this moment, go to that room. Let him take the boy out of the grip of Satan and restore him, Lord. We thank you, Lord. There's a many need of notice in this congregation that we probably even don't even know. But Lord, one touch from you, Lord, it can totally change the situation. 
We pray the Lord is just a one touch. Lord, it doesn't have to be as the sounds go. It doesn't have to be even Brother Tom coming out of the pastor's telling to preach. Even at this moment, Lord, we pray you, Lord, go to that person, Lord. No matter they're here or they're on the internet to listen. No matter they're in the darkness of the basement and of struggling and in the confusion. But Lord, you can deliver them, Lord. Oh God, we give you all the thanks, give you all the glory. What a mighty God that we serve. What a glorious God that we serve. Lord, you have done so much great things to us. You heal the sickness, you deliver us a band. Lord, you reunited in the marriage, the family, Lord. That a sweet presence of a God, that a mighty presence of a God, just permeating this whole place. Oh God, you're coming down. You want to fellowship with your children. You want to talk to your children. Lord, for all these years, this age, this darkness, people that go through, that are probing in the darkness are finding no answer, finding no end in their child and in their in their situation. But Lord, you send it a prophet to us. You send it a word to us. Let the light shine upon this darkness. So that Lord, we're not walking in the darkness anymore. We're not walking in the confusion anymore. But Lord, we're walking in the the light with you. Oh God, we give you all the thanks, Lord. Give you all the glory. You're worthy for all the praise, Lord. Oh Lord, we give you all the glory. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. You're the one that we praise. You're the one that will give our heart. Who can touch us the heart? But only Lord by your Lord, you're the one that can touch our heart like no other can touch. We give you all the glory and honor. Lord, as we worship you, we remember that we worship you not only in our praise, in our in our mouth, Lord, we worship you also in our tithes and in our offering. Lord, we give it as an offering. Lord, as a praise to give to the Lord, this make the sacrifice. Lord, we give it a sacrifice to you, Lord. Lord, may you multiply it. I will give it to the tithes and an offering and to the donated it to you, Lord, and may the presence of God just continually moving. Lord, continually meet our children's need. We thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. God bless you as you see it. Victory in Jesus. Uh, just a quick announcement here. I um, just want to remind everyone that uh, Brother Frank Fletcher's memorial service will be held here tomorrow, Monday at uh, 2 p.m. Well, I heard an old, old story how the Savior came for us how we made this life on Calvary, and saved the wreck like me. And I heard about his groaning, all the precious blood of his name. Then I repented of my sin, and won the victory. Your victory is
Tom to come and while he's coming I'd like to sing this song here comes the bride amen I believe that the word is clothing the bride making her ready she's forming into a procession to march right on into into eternity it's the book being manifested amen the life the lamb's book of life being manifested right before our very eyes in the bride of Jesus Christ amen what a celebration Hallelujah. <clears throat> what a celebration on that day. We know it can't be far away. Yeah. 
Peace, where here comes the bride. Nice. Oh, it's just coincidence. We have 1,100 and some tapes. I think the Holy Spirit has a mind this morning. Brother Branham saw them in. <laughs> I think we can all stand. can't rejoice over that there is something terribly wrong that you to think that you've been washed by the blood of the lamb sinless spotless virtuous my 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 
We, we often think maybe those are some quotes that we've quoted maybe too often and it becomes too common. But it should be something that's just a reality to every one of our hearts. Why don't you have your seats this morning? Nice to see you all. Amen. All sitting in your places. Sunday, nice to see you. Kayla, my goodness, all the way from Edmonton again. Second time within a month. That's amazing. John, I thought I saw John Dodd here. Is he John? Was that him? He just slipped out with the baby. My, whose baby? His baby. My goodness, I am getting old. Nice to have you here, John. God bless you all that are gathered this morning. I've got a couple announcements I'd like to make. Uh, One is a very sad announcement for me. Very sad. Brother Sam Waldner, would you stand, please? Brother Sam is leaving us. After how many years, Brother Sam? How many? You're not that old. God bless you, Sam. God bless you and Sister Rennie. I trust that God be with you. Brother Sam has said this on behalf of Brother Sam and Sister Rennie Waldner. We want to thank the congregation for your love. We soon be joining the saints with Brother Kelly Hildebrandt's congregation in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. Well, one thing I know, you'll be a thinner man. There's so many mosquitoes there. With great reluctance, we've decided to make a big change in our lives. And when we've been spiritually born here at Cloverdale Bible Way, we will always be a part of this congregation. And we'll never forget the many answered prayers and healings that occurred in our lives. We believe you will still remember us. Indeed, we will. I will miss your salmon pate. The best. We believe you will still remember us. We will remember you in our prayers. We love you. All dearly, and we know that one day in that great marriage supper, we will never part again. That is absolutely true, Brother Sam. I was there the night you got saved. Now I'm here the day you depart. Mm, I want to be there the day we rapture. Amen. You've been a great blessing not only to our assembly, but to my family and to the church around the world. May the Lord bless our pastor, Brother Ed Biscoll, our associate pastor, Brother Tom Ray. And the rest of the ministering saints, each and every one of you, have left a spiritual impact on our lives. May the Lord Jesus Christ be with you always. And may the Lord be with Sam Waldner and his family. God bless you. Amen. You may be seated, Brother Sam. Sheep are wonderful, aren't they? You have to tell them to stand and then to tell them to sit. Well, we love you dearly. We love you dearly. We have a, a memorial service tomorrow for Brother Flank. Flank. I do all the time. I even said it to his face. I said, Flank, when am I going to call you Frank? Brother Flank Fletcher. It'll be a privilege to stand here and have a memorial service for a brother that's been a part of our assembly for 36 years. He was a trooper, a soldier, a blessing to this body. And, um, you know, we've had some challenges. Just uh, very frank. And, and I told him, I told the brothers, I said, when I get over there, I'm going to talk to him. <laughs> Why did you do this to me? <laughs> There's a few brothers in line, too. So anyways, we uh, want to heap honor upon our brother. 
And that will be at 2 o'clock tomorrow here in our local assembly. And that's for Brother Frank Fletcher. God bless his gallant soul. Amen. Well, I think that's it for the announcements. I have Brother EBA. Brother EBA. I have a special I've been wanting to be sung. And so I'm calling on, he, it must be two or three or four years since you sang this song or chorus or whatever it is. Make your way up, come on. Make your way up. Come on up. It's very special to me and I kept on telling him. I keep wanting specials, but he keeps on holding back on me. After all we've done for you, and you will only sing a special once every four years, that's terrible. <laughs> I'm expecting great things for you, Brother UBA. Yeah. You're a part of my notes this morning, so you got to sing before I preach at you. Jordan River is a place of everlasting joy and peace where the tree of life is blooming there forever and the crown of life is waiting there for me that sounds like home to me That's where I want to be There'll be no tears That will dim our eyes again The hills will echo with the story As we sing of His grace and glory Where the saints of God will be that sounds like home to me. They say there's mansion there inside that city. A crystal river flowing by the sea of life. No pain, no disappointment will ever get there. Jesus Christ Himself will be the light. Can we sing it all together? That sounds like home to me. That's where I want to be. There'll be no tears to the eyes again. The will echo with the story as we sing of His grace and of God will be that sounds like home to me that sounds like
Wonderful, Brother Eve. Thank you for being a trooper. Amen. With your Bibles, please take them. I'd like to read out of Isaiah 53. Isaiah 53. One verse of Scripture. This is a Scripture that is so dear. So real. Wounded for our transgression. Can't get anything wonderful, more wonderful than that. Amen. Bruised for our iniquities. You can't get any more wonderful than that. All we like, uh, verse 6, all we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way. And the Lord laid on him the iniquity. Of us all. Verse 10. Yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him. And he hath put him to grief. When thou shalt make his soul an offering for sin. He shall see his seed. I'd like you to read that with me, please. He shall see his seed. He shall prolong his days, and the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we bow our heads to give you all the glory and honor and praise. There is no God like our God. There is no message like this message. Realizing, of course, Lord, if we have studied it and prayed throughout the years and we realize the message is not just a message. It is the message of Jesus Christ. And so, Lord, as we ponder these things this morning, maybe not just a preaching service as such, Something, Lord, that we could put in our script bags as we leave the assembly and ponder on the deeper things of God. Ponder what this message came for. Why did you call us? Where are we going? When is this about to take place? We're looking up, Lord. We know our redemption draweth nigh. We see the scripture fulfillment happening all around us. Signs of the times are everywhere. Lord, we don't want to leave one of our little ones behind. Not one soul, not one person. We pray, God, that you will be their redeemer this morning. Pray that you'll be their savior, their healer, their paraclete, their comforter. I pray, Father God, that you will meet each one in a special way, individually. Speak to us now, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. You may have your seats. Hallelujah. Yes, sir. Might as well start claiming it. I believe it. He wrote it. And part of my scripture and different things as we'll get in today... That's why Isaiah 53 is a reality. It's not just a a chapter of the Bible. 
It's the reality of Christ. I'd like to speak on a very a simple topic, and yet it's something that you can take home and think about, and it's just a simple word called ponder. I think a lot of times we have some exuberant preaching, demonstrative type preaching, and we get caught up in the excitement of the preaching. Not that that's wrong, please. There's a time and a place and a service for everything. And I enjoy it just as much as everybody else. But then then there's times when you just have to look at the word and ponder it deeply. Don't even get caught up in 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 my emotion. My emotion is not I'm sad. Sometimes when the blessed Holy Spirit comes, it just happens that way for me. So I I would I would love for from the back to the front, side to side, as I read some scripture today. Not that I'm trying to drive a point home, but to encourage you in the faith that each one of us could ponder on why the message came. And it's deeper than what we think. It's not just for healing. And yet healing is in the message. It's not just for saving. Salvation is of course in the message. But we have been privileged to come in another age, the end of all ages. To move us from a dimension of time into a dimension of eternity that is a faster dimension. And it's not quite even how you understand it because as I have studied and waited on the Lord and prayed, how do I even get this thought across when he could hardly get it across and he lived in that dimension And in this dimension, as Brother Biscoe preached years ago, he lived in two worlds. And if you just look that up, you'll be lost for a whole week. Just look up two worlds or another dimension. And uh, I'm going to probably look at it, and if I fail you by not putting my point across, forgive me. It's a vast subject. It's bigger than me. Bigger than anyone here. It's Christ. Can you turn please to Luke 1 and 28. Oh, I believe the message. Wasn't that a familiar topic or statement? What do you believe in the message? What 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 does that mean to me? What does that mean when you say that? I don't know what that means to you. I know what it means to me. And everybody lives in a different paradigm. 
You live in your paradigm made by your environment. Created by the people that are around you. And you think a certain thought pattern because of that. But I actually believe a prophet was trying to get us out of her own silly paradigms. And forgive me if I use silly. But sometimes we make some points that just aren't relevant. Luke 1 verse 28. And the angel came in unto her and said, Hail, thou that art highly favored, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among churches. Blessed art thou among women. Brother Bram said in one place, a woman types the church. And so then I can say to you, as an angel came to Mary, surely the angel of the Lord himself have come to you. I don't believe that when she had that visitation that she ever, ever was the same. I don't even think she was even treated the same. Brother Branham said at one point, he said, once that salutation came, she started to speak that an angel visited me and I'm to bear a son without knowing a man. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? The, the, the thoughts, the hard words, the things spoken against her. And yet prophecy was laying there. So they subjected their thought of Mary over the thought of God. A virgin shall conceive. And she did. And yet even prophesying that she was, she was ridiculed. And so were you. John, the angel of the Lord would come to you in a Bible college, bring you out and bring you to a little house and have you stand these many years. Would God come to your house? Yes, he would. And when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying and cast in her mind what manner of salutation this should be. In the Hebrew, the text says she was perplexed, not just troubled. She was perplexed. And there's many people besides myself that have come to church And are perplexed. Because as we've been taught and known. That the angel behind the pulpit. And that's a hard thing for me to say. But that's the messenger. Behind the pulpit. And sometimes when we hear certain things. We are perplexed. Very deeply perplexed. It doesn't mean it's wrong. It just means you're going to have to ponder this. 
She was greatly perplexed at what was said and kept carefully considering what kind of greeting this was. It was a pure message. It wasn't tampered by any man. It was an angel of the Lord that came to Mary. Because God was going to give her a seed. And can I say to you, God has come in this generation to give you a seed. And as any seed, there is a process to bring to manifestation. You say, well, why didn't things happen sooner in my life? It's a part of the growing. And when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying. And the angel said unto her, don't fear, Mary. Don't fear, Mary, for thou has found favor with God. Wouldn't that be a wonderful title this morning? That every one of you could actually say, Brother Tom, I found favor with God. God came by my way. The resurrection came by my way. The word came by my way. It transformed me. It changed me. Many churches, many people, many brides, brides, churches, churches. But there's one coming. And I want you to say, I am the one. I am the one. I don't believe for a moment that Mary questioned what the angel of the Lord was saying to her. We know what Zechariah, when he questioned, he went dumb. But surely the bride of Jesus Christ, when an angel's visitation has come to her individually, there's something within her. I said, that's nothing but the truth. That's nothing but the truth. You're a sinner. That's nothing but the truth. You need salvation. That's nothing but the truth. You ain't going to heaven without the blood of the Lamb. That's nothing but the truth. What can wash away your sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. And we will preach the blood. But you need to ponder the blood. What's in that blood? Life is in that blood. Zoe is in that blood. Almighty God is in that blood. It's not a saying. It's a life. It's not a quote. It's a life. You sing, I got the life of God in me. How'd that come? Through the blood. Through the word. And the angel said, fear not, Mary. For thou hast found favored with God. Behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb and bring forth a son. And shall call his name He shall be great and shall be called the son of the highest. The Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father, David. And he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom there shall be no end. Elohim. 
became a baby. Can you imagine cradling Elohim? We say, well, that's amazing. Jehovah. Brother Bradman said at one place, teeny Jehovah. And we marvel it as a baby and we have babies in our midst. But can I say it's more of a marvel in you? Ponder. Ponder. The time of life came, the time that Jesus was to be born. Say, what are you preaching a Christmas message for? But Bram said it one day, every day is Christmas. The greatest gift that ever be given mankind. Our lovely Lord Jesus. Luke 2 and 8 says, And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flocks by night. They were not expecting this encounter, Tim. Neither than you. (laughs) Here you were in a little town. And that's moving to me. Because God can move men to find a man. (laughs) God can do anything to find his seed. For he shall see his seed. Ponder how God met you. Ponder how the Holy Ghost moved people. Ponder how the message came by your way. Ponder. It's amazing. We just come to church and comes and went out. We're not a house and now we're not a log church. Now we're a regular church. But one day maybe we'll be a scattered church. Because not too long ago, not, not these pews were not even filled. But I'll tell you one thing. I've got Jesus. I want you to say within your heart, I got Jesus. I got the mighty God veiled in me again. Not, a, not just a church to go to. Not just a building we attend. Not just the pew I like sitting at. But now you're a moving organism of the bride of Jesus Christ. And I can do all things through Christ Jesus that strengtheneth me. Ponder. Remember, it was when that woman was told that she would be delivered of cancer. She was pondering on the things of God at her sink. You say, I'm just a mother. You're the fifth gospel. And she pondered what a prophet said. She pondered what an angel said. And the angel of the Lord came through her neighborhood. And I want to say to you this morning, that same angel is here. Don't get it down to church. You're the church. Worship him. Adore him. Amen. Tired of just churchianity. Tired of just sitting in a pew. Amen. 
We weren't called to Luther's message, not called to Wesley's message, not called to a Pentecostal message. We are the bride. And we saw one like we wanted to be. Come on, invisible union. Stay with me. That's what he said. The gene in you saw what you wanted to be. And God brought a prophet. A manifested son of God. So that your heart could desire the deep calling to the deep. Do you feel the pull? How I'd want for every one of you to have a place where you can get along with God. And you can call on His name. And you can glorify the King of glory. Not the mental concept of your own idea. There's thousands of denominations. And yes, you can be a one-man denomination. But the shepherds weren't expecting it. And I don't know what you were expecting. I don't. They were just doing their everyday duty. Happened to be every night duty, I guess. Yeah. Watching their sheep by night. Lo, the angel of the Lord came on. Upon them. I wonder if there's somebody here that could allow the angel of the Lord to come upon you. Change your whole paradigm. Change your whole way of thinking. Not just the shepherd. You're one that the angel of the Lord found favor. Can you imagine? I just imagine, here's four shepherds right here. Here are four of us. Right here. Chatting it up. (laughs) What did you hear Rabbi Levinsky say on on the Sabbath? Hmm? Well, he said, get out, you smell like sheep. Hmm? I wonder what kind of fellowship they were fellowshipping. I wonder whether they were talking about Messiah. Because Brother Bram said when you talk about him, he comes every time. Maybe they weren't just shepherds with a a little stick and lambs, but maybe they were godly shepherds. Well, I would think they were. Because I think God only comes to the God part. And that's what I think about you this morning. God coming to the God part. An angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of God God shone around about them, and they were sore afraid. A godly reverence. If an angel of the Lord himself showed himself to you this morning, and we will get into it, Because it happens all the time and you don't know it. You're bumping into angels, Brother Bram said, every time. He said, you are literally bumping into angels, but you don't know it. 
He said, you might break down and start to weep. He said, you've just bumped into an angel. All of a sudden you heard the message. And the word became real. And all of a sudden in that reality, in that revelation, he said, you bumped into an angel. Don't get so carnal, church. We're bumping into angels. For they encamp about them that fear God. But humanity and doctrines of men have limited the spiritual eyesight. Of men and women around the world. But God sent you a prophet. To give you prophetic eyes. To see in another dimension. Telling you angels are all around us. You should rejoice. Because there's a lot of dead churches today. They're trying to make it up. And pump it up. And music it up. You don't have to do nothing. You just have to be tender. And the angel said unto them, don't fear, fear not. Behold, I bring you glad tidings. I've sent you Malachi 4. To me, that is a great tiding. Amen, brother EBA, don't you ever stop for a moment. You claim your healing. You walk in your healing. I got quote after quote. Brother Bram prays for a scissor. Said you go believing no matter what. Just go believing. No matter what testify. By his strike I am healed. By his word I am delivered. Hallelujah. This is not just churchianity this is a bride moving into heavenly places ponder ponder unto you is born this day in the city of David a savior which is Christ the Lord And there shall be a sign unto you, and you shall find a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, laying in a manger. I do not believe there is only one manger in Bethlehem. I don't believe there's just one little spot. I believe they went from manger to manger, church to church, till they found the word in flesh. Come on. Let's be a little spiritual this morning. You went from manger to manger. Church to church. But one day, you came into the presence of the Word made flesh. In a manger. And it shall be a sign unto you, you'll find a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, laying in a manger. Glory! Glory! Glory. To God in the highest! Listen, saints, if that brought the glory from heaven, 
Surely from us it should bring a glory. Angels rejoice. Can't the bride of Christ rejoice? Hallelujah. I do not believe Hollywood did a very good depiction of shepherds. Really, Zachariah? Let's go to a stable. I believe the word causes a stimulation. Huh? I, I, I can't imagine. I couldn't even ablib what was going on. Murphy! An angel of God found favor to us, came to us as shepherds. Come on, on a hill far away. But God saw you and I. Hallelujah. Jesus lifted me. I tell you what, they probably patting each other on the back, tripping all over each other. Huh? Just a minute, Tim, you can't get a hole ahead of me. I'm pulling on his coat. Why? I'm going to get ahead of him. I should, there should be a little bit of that here. I'm going to get what the preacher says. I'm going to get what he's telling me this morning. I'm not going to sit here and just look at him. I'm going to draw on the word. Because Hebrews 13.8 says what? He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. I'm sure, I'm sure that they were having a, a little bit of a race. One went to this manger, one went to that manger, and all of a sudden, Murphy, over here! But they got them all going the same way. Huh? Right, Ken? You were going one way, I was going the other way. But all of a sudden, somebody cried out, I found them! I found it! Hallelujah! Oh no, Ken couldn't be ahead of me. No way, man. Nope, no way. Oh, carnal. How come he's getting it and I'm not getting it? Like somebody's getting it. At least somebody's getting it, Caleb. At least somebody's happy. At least somebody found the word in flesh. I can see them, Michael coming around the corner on four wheels. And on one foot. I can see him coming around the corner. Dad, you found it! We did! We did! We found the message! We found the word! Hallelujah! Not a story. Never a story. It's a reality. Those shepherds were never the same again. I can imagine the next night, the next day, the next month, the next year. I know he found me. Sent his love all around me. You making up your song, Brother Tom? <laughs> I guess so. Glory to God in the highest, David. 
glory to God in the highest. Glory to God in the highest on earth. Peace. Goodwill toward men. And it came to pass as the angels were gone away. What a, what a, what a, I mean, what a, I mean, a blow your mind. But I, I believe if God could open Gehazi's eyes. Come on. Brother Branham said, Elijah lived in that dimension. Come on. And I believe this Elijah, ponder now, is trying to bring us into that dimension. Not just your healing, to live in that dimension. Not just to come to church, but to live in that dimension. Hallelujah! If you listen to the messages as I did 16 times, expectation, expectation, expectation. Simeon expected to see the salvation of Israel because the Lord told him. Well, I don't know about you, but the Lord told me. Let me show you a mystery. We shall all be changed. Hallelujah. Glory. What a message. What a message. What a dimension he lived in. It wasn't to tell us about it. I want you to ponder. It was to pull us into. Not to learn that dimension. But to live in that dimension. Ponder. Maybe a little something to think about. Say, oh, I'm a believer. I believe the message and I believe everything that there is too. So does the devil believe the message. What has that got to do with it? What has that got to do with it? devil can't live this message. He can do everything else about this, but he cannot live this word. They can talk about it, quote it, come on, we got a lot of it, but there's a people that's actually living it. Not just to have church, but to live it. Live it, ponder it, to ponder, we'll get there. Glory. I'm still on glory to God, Brother Roy. Hmm? Sounds like a prayer meeting, doesn't it? Glory to God in the highest. I wonder how many angels are in our prayer meeting. Huh? I wonder what they're reporting to the Father. Hey, they're still on fire, Lord. They're still praying. They're still believing. Nothing going to stop them. Nothing. Glory to God in the highest. Did I get there yet? Glory to God in the highest. And on earth, peace. Peace. Shalom. Walk in the light. 
darkness is gone. It's gross darkness. Gross darkness to people. They're insane. Come oh, Wow. I thought I'd get 100% on that one. They're insane. I just wrote down residential schools. Residential schools. A thousand unmarked graves so far. From 1890, they said to 1970, then the Canadian government took it over. And they're wondering if the Pope will come over to ask for forgiveness. What's it got to do with the Pope? If you killed one child, you would have the RCMP. You'd be locked away in bars. But the church that's filled with every filthy and unclean bird. Come on. Call it like it is. Death. Murder them. And they're wanting a little bit of a little, I'm sorry, sorry, nothing. I'll tell you those priests and those nuns. You can say, oh, they were holy. They aren't holy. It's the holy God in a people. Church ain't holy. It's not the holy Roman Catholic church. It is the bride of Jesus Christ. robed in his righteousness. Will they pay for it? They will pay for it. Will I speak against it? I will speak against it. It's absolutely wrong. But let me tell you, every child, come on, every child that died in those homes got another body. Come on. They were little children. But your prophet said, child, if it goes before the age of accountability, we'll be there. Insane? Disgrace. Total disgrace. And this is what I think of him. That's that note. Next, called the pathway to hope. That's not hope, hope. Up the valley. Called the pathway to hope. They're nuts. Legalizing. Decriminalizing. Marijuana. Opioid. Cocaine. Methamphetamine. I don't even know what that is, but I think the short is meth. They said one time on it, you're hooked. And now they're legalizing it. Your government. Not my government. And let me say, not your government. But Satan's eating government. No, sir. We've had a salutation come to us. We can never be the same again. Our bodies can't be the same again. We're cradling life. Hallelujah. I want to I kick the devil right out of here. They're having their fun. Let them have their fun. I'm enjoying this moment in the presence of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. 
Did you hear come out of her, my people? Yes, we did. Did we come out? Yes, we did. And I'm so happy I came out of that great whore. Well, you say, well, you didn't go to the Catholic church. Hey, she's in everything. You look it up. She's in textiling. She's in the making of garments. She's in the banking world. She's in grocery stores. She owns everything. But my father, he owns the cattle on a thousand hills. They might try and shut us up, but Brother Brown says they're going to take us up. Hallelujah. Come on, we're going into rapture. Going into rapture. We're going into rapture. Listen, I'm not waiting for the 401k. I'm all far, far past that already. I tried to, I, I tried to reach into the Old Testament and say, the Levites retired at 50. But nobody backed me up on that. I think these brothers might. <laughs> See? I got a whole new church. How you doing, brothers? <laughs> We're back at us four and no more. Hmm? Can you imagine? People are living for this realm. And we're living for another dimension. Ponder. Ponder. It's not just the miracles. Ponder. It's not just the deliverances. Ponder. It's deliverances. It's healing. And it's the change. Because the healing is pointing to the change. No healing. No resurrection. Come on, stick with me. He is our healer. And one glorious day, we're going to be totally healed. Glory to God in the highest. (laughs) Amen, Catherine. Glory to God in the highest. By his stripes, I am whole. Amen. I just listened to what the prophet said. That said, EBA, that's exactly what the prophet said. He said, you sister there with arthritis, stand to your feet. Stand to your feet. He said, now stomp your feet. Amen. It's gone. That's the angel. So you've been in a car accident. You've wrecked your leg. Why don't you stand to your feet? You know what I did? Stood to my feet. I don't look at yesterday. I look at the word of God that's eternal. And the word of God is eternal this morning. Hallelujah. Why? I pondered this message. Not just get excited about it because a preacher's excited. Or somebody else is excited. I pondered this. Who was that messenger? Malachi 4. William Miriam Branham. People try and tell me. That he's not a prophet. I just say, hey, mister, don't you tell me nothing. The Bible says, Jesus says, the word said. Brother Ken was so tired of me quoting a scripture that God made to read. Ken, can you quote it? Thank you. Look at that. Not even rehearsed. Not even rehearsed. As it was. In the days of Noah, so shall it be. In the days of the revealing of the Son of Man. 
You know what your prophet said? Noah saw the rain before it came. I want to let you know. I saw the rapture. Before it came. Come on. Who's with me this morning? I see the rapture. Why? We are in that dimension. Hallelujah. That's why we can say glory to God in the highest. Peace on earth, goodwill to man. Because it's not a story. It's a living reality. My, look at that. And he say, well, Enoch, how could Noah see Enoch rapture? Because Enoch died before Noah came. Really? That's your argument? My argument is Noah prophet. God just happened to show Noah. Uh-huh. There goes uh, Enoch. Amen. Get ready. Is that stretching it? Prophets see past, present, future. But people want to keep the Bible linear. You can't keep the seals linear. You can the church ages, but you can't the seals. Sorry, folks. If you think that the first seal and then the second seal and then the third seal, they overlap. Ponder. And we didn't even get off our first scriptures, have we? I'm okay. Are you okay? It came to pass. The angels were gone away from them into heaven. My, I wonder what happened on Mount Sunset. Angels come and they go. People got a problem with that? I don't have a problem with that. Prophets get caught up in a cloud. Angels go home. What's wrong with that? My Bible says they did that in Matthew. Can't they do that in Revelation? Is he not the same yesterday, today, and forever? But people want a carnal gospel. I don't want a carnal gospel. I want a gospel that's alive. Yes, sir. And the angels were gone away from them into heaven. Hmm. And the shepherds said to one another, let us go now into Bethlehem and see this thing which has come to pass, which the Lord, the Lord, (laughs) capital L-O-R-D, the Lord. Something's ringing. It's not my ears, I hope. The Lord himself had made this known to me. Oh, I want it to be so real to you that you could be singing, shouting, glorifying God, clicking your heels, do whatever you want to do and rejoice. Right, Julie? I mean, if this message doesn't set us free, nothing would set us free. We call this the year of jubilee. It's not the year of bondage. It's the year of liberty. And I want to blend my voice as a voice of many waters. 
I want to blend my voice with these brothers' voices. With Brother Biscoe's voice. Brother Branham's voice. Men of God throughout the ages. Hallelujah. And they came with haste and found Mary. Oh, I guarantee you they came with haste. I think we'll go to church on Wednesday. Maybe not. Did you meet the Lord? Ooh. If that's too heavy for you, just go to Christ and be Mr. God revealed and he'll clear it all up to you. He just says when the doors open, you'll be there. <laughs> Enough of that. That's probably 20 years ago preaching, huh? <laughs> Thank you, Brother Tim. I got support. He told me he was going to lift up my arms today. Now look at The Bible goes on to say this. And when they seen it, I should have titled it, and when I saw it, my parents were never the same again. You thought I was going to say I was never the same again. My household was never the same again. My brothers were never the same again. My sister was never the same again. And neither was I the same again. Why? I moved out of this dimension. I'm moving slowly into another dimension, feeling the pull. And they that heard it, and when they had seen it, they made known abroad, which was told them concerning this child. How many of you turned your households upside down? Your family? Your churches, your friends. Hmm? I'm one of them. (laughs) We sure did, man. Why? It's the truth. I remember having a dream, and I don't dream. I'm not a dreamer, but I had a dream. So I get the odd dream. But even then, I don't have much dream. But then I did have a dream. Did we clear that up? That's clear as mud. So I had this dream that I was with my all my mom and dad's friends. And Tom Ray preached to them. I'd just been saved maybe six months, four months. And I thought, wow, that's quite the dream. One day maybe I'll do that. Well, it happened about four months later. And I was invited to, my parents were in the, in the, the golf society thing. And their friends would all go up to Kelowna. They would do the golfing uh, sort of trip around the different golf courses. And they invited me up and they said, Tom, you need to come and golf with us. You never have fun anymore. I said, I'm having fun every time I go to church. But according to them, their fun in this dimension is golfing. My fun in this dimension is seeing Jesus. Come on. Is seeing the Lord. And so they said, please come on up. So I came on up. I said, okay, I'll spend the day with you, but I got to drive back home because there's church on Sunday. Hmm. Got a couple of rights over here. My hearing is is going a little bit, but I think I got more over on this side, so I'll preach to you. (laughs) So 
they have a big barbecue and they're all sitting around and they all have their little motels around this big barbecue pit and they're on the lake of Okanagan and we're all sitting around and we're all having our corn melted in the kitchen and everybody's sitting in there and they're eating and somebody has happened to say, hey, Tom, I hear you got religious. <laughs> Light the fire. <laughs> I said, I hate religion. I said, I never got religious. I got Jesus Christ. This whole house full of people. Bing, 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 bing. And so there's a few brave ones after the first five minutes. I said, the day I got saved, and there they were having their cigarettes, I got delivered from drinking. Really? I got delivered from smoking. Really? I got delivered from the pathway to hope. Come on. Come on. When you get delivered, you're delivered. Have you been delivered? Yes, I have. And I, funny, I'm the only guy sitting in the room. But my little dream came to pass. But there my mommy went, my mom, my mommy, mommy, my mother went out the door and she's all in tears. So she's walking the beach of Penticton or Kelowna. And I put my arm around her. I said, mother, listen, listen, I don't know what you know. I don't know. I don't care to know what you know. I want you to know that I found the Lord. I don't know what you know about your Mormon, because your mother had a Mormon background. Not Joseph, Joseph, whatever his name is, Smith. He's a false prophet. That's what I said. I just say what I said. And I said, there's only one prophet. Only one. And it's in their book of prophecy that there would be a prophet in the last name. And his name will be William Marion Branham. That fried her head. But then as the years went on, all they could see was God. 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 Not religion. God. Not religious. God. Couldn't have children. God. Couldn't have one son. Had two sons. Couldn't have two sons. Had three sons. Wife has a thyroid problem. And God comes down. Heals her thyroid problem. I say, I don't even just serve my God. Mm-hmm. He's a God that answers prayer. You might serve your religion, but my God is a living reality. Hallelujah. Yes, sir. They made it known, and I know you did, Roy. We made it known wherever we went, brother Ken. We made it known. You can't keep quiet. You've got to let this gospel out. And they that heard it, the Bible said wondered. They that heard it wondered at those things which were told them by the shepherds. So now the next verse, verse 19, if you want to take note, says, but Mary kept all these things and pondered, not wondered. I wonder if that's true. I wonder if that could be possible. I wonder if that's the fulfillment. 
But there's a big difference between wondering and pondering. And the Bible says, and pondered them in her heart. Ponder. To ponder something. Not the wonder about it. And not the wonder of an awe about it. But she pondered it. That means she waited out. She thought of scripture. She pondered the word. Pondered EBA. Pondered John Riley. Ryan. I just got a quote here. It says, there's a little boy. He's growing up. His tongue was tied. Couldn't speak. Couldn't hear. But the angel of the Lord that met those shepherds was standing with this prophet and said, you go home. Healed. Testify. So you're not going to disturb me and you're not going to disturb these preachers. Extra, extra. Extra, extra. By his stripes, I'm healed. Hallelujah. That's her expectation because every virgin girl was expecting to bring forth the Messiah. Am I the one? What would she, what, 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 what do you think, Mike? What do you think? Mary say, Mary, are you the one? What do think she said? I'm the one. I don't think there was a hesitation. Not for a moment, Gabe. Not for a moment. Angel came, overshadowed, highly favored. The thing formed in you is of the Holy Ghost. Come on. Come on, people. The thing in you is the Holy Ghost. You think she wondered, Stefan, whether or not that's true or not? No, no. She didn't care what her neighbor said. She didn't care what the rabbi said. She didn't care what the Pharisee said. Said, you see, Herodian said, the lawyer said. She didn't care what nobody said. She knows what God told her. And I know what God called me. And you got to know what God told you. It'll move mountains. It'll move devils. It'll transform lives. So she pondered. She didn't wonder. She pondered. She weighed it out. She put it on scales, the Greek said. The word, me. The word, me. Hello, scales. The word, you. I want you to ponder this now. I want you to ponder it because we're going to get, if the Lord allows us to get there, this service, some service, we'll get there. God's own life being born in you. Not a story, but a shadow of a manifestation 
that's going to come in your day. Yes, sir. She pondered. She considered carefully. She weighed it out as scales in her heart. She pondered. Hmm. Why did God call me? Why? Ponder. Why call you? Sister Judith, after 20 some odd years, have to have COVID for you to listen to our services. Amazing grace. That's amazing. People say it's all bad. Who says it's bad? I thought I heard a preacher preach on that one time. Who said that was bad? People crying. <laughs> we got COVID. We can't do that. We can do anything. And look what we got. Judith. Seven other baptisms. Amen. Sunday. Come on. Just keep on. Shall we keep on going? She pondered Isaiah 14. 714. I'm sure she pondered that. Because she's got to be a word bride. I don't think she was a slouch. I don't think that she came to church the odd time. She must have had a deep calling to a deep. When's that virgin coming? Hey, I'm that virgin. There's a bride coming. I am that bride. Oh, we're going to get down to home real quick now. She pondered Isaiah seven fourteen. The Lord himself shall give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive. I'm one of them. I'm underway. When the angel left as she walked down to Jerusalem to the well. I'm one of them. I'm one of the chosen of God. I'm one of them. Miriam was one of them. Rachel was one of them. Ruth happened to be one of them. And Rahab one of them. But now I'm one of them. <laughs> Amen. She had, to, she had to make it a personal revelation. Hmm? Oh, maybe she thought about Isaiah 9, 6. Unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. Am I going to be the vessel to bring forth the almighty God in flesh? That's a deep thought. Ponder. Hollywood tries to make their pictures. Sorry. Couldn't even catch a glimpse. Half the stuff they put in there is extra, by the way. And then we think it's gospel. And then it messes our minds up because we try to fight it in the Bible and it's not there. Stick with the Bible. Forget Hollywood. Is that okay, counsel? Okay. I just, just checking. But as Mary was a virgin, Paul was concerned regarding the church. And he said, I'm zealous over you. I am jealous over you with a godly jealousy. For I have espoused you to one husband that I may present you a chaste virgin. 
Come on. So it's not just marriage. There's going to be a church without spot, without wrinkle, in Satan's Eden. We're going to destroy the enemies. You say, I got a quote for that. said, you know, you think that's okay for him. Of course it's okay for him. It might not be okay for you, but for him, it'll make a difference. So don't ever get in your mind, oh, that's okay for EBA. It's okay for every one of us. Sister Rena, I could care less if you stood up and said, glory be to God. The prophet said in the church age book, limbs will grow. There's going to be a people. And you might well say, I'm one of them. Time to hear about it in the future. Let's see it today. We are the future. Oh, I know it's a little bit radical for some people because they just want to come to church. Just to have a church. I say, put this scripture with this scripture and that scripture with that scripture. And at the end of the day, it's confusion. But then a prophet says, if I've said the truth, then he will come. I've said the truth. He will come. Mr. Jones. He said, who knew that? I don't know that's him. God knows that's him. Ponder. Ponder what this message is about. Ponder. It's beyond just the healing. Just the clapping of hands and jumping up and down. It's pressing into a kingdom. For the kingdom of God suffered violence. But the violent take it by force. Don't play. Don't wander. Ponder. That was going to be my title, but I thought that was just a little bit too radical for you. Don't play church. Don't wonder about church. Ponder it. Weigh it out. And say, this is that. If it's that, give it everything. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. If this message is it, give it everything. Give it everything. I mean everything. Your pastor did everything he could. He burned himself out. You see a tired man? He lived five lives. He lived Five lives. He can afford to be a little weary. I might as well preach to these stones. You should all be on your feet and say, that's nothing but the truth. How many times? A hundred and how many times? 160 something times going overseas? You think about it. I just did it on my little math. I've only done 50. I've only done 50. He did 167. 
I think, in fact, I, I rounded it up. It's 47. I did, I did, I did 47. 167 times? That's just overseas. 19 years down to, down, down to Tennessee. How many tapes did you make, Debbie? How many tapes did you make? Thousands upon thousands upon thousands. All we were there was to support the vision. Make tapes. Send out tapes. Then the sad day came. Michael came around. Said, they don't make tapes no more, Dad. I said, what do they do? They put them on CD. (laughs) I'm an old horse. With CD? (laughs) I didn't even know how to run a CD. But then Michael had the vision, let's get the message on CD. And it wouldn't fill a room full of tapes. It would be a package of tapes. That's what we are. We are support to this vision. This vision is Christ. Do I hear an amen? And there will be young men that will pack this message. Prophecy. We say it was them. It was them. Yes, sure it was them. But now there's us. Come on. There's us to pack this message. Brother Tim stole my thunder on Wednesday night. That's right. It's there to grab. Don't worry. <laughs> it was great. It was great. It's great. Handful, ten maybe countries. Less. That haven't heard this message. And this word will go forth around the world. I tell you church. I think you need to ponder this. That was a great statement that was made. If this word hasn't gone around the world. Then where's the rapture? People think it's church. It's not church. It's people. Man, Jack, you get a hold of this man and you run like you've never run before. Your grandfather ran this message so hard. I remember one year back in the early 2000s. We were ripped, I think it was just after 2007. Brother Bissell calls me up and said, Brother Tom, we're just going to take it easy this year. I go, wow. Haven't heard that since I got saved in 1975. We've been running with everything we got. So we're just going to, you know, care about the local church and everything that's happening here and move, you know, we got camps and things like that. I said, okay. But a week later, Brother Tom, I said, yes, rev her up. (laughs) I love it. What else is there to live for? Tell me what else is there to live for but this message. Look what it did for you. Look what it did for the brother next to you, the sister next to you. I say to the church of the living God, rejoice. Why, an angel came to you. Amen. I told myself I was just going to take it easy. And Brother Ron Spencer would say, have fun at that. With that. I said, well, I got to take it easy sometime. But then we need to ponder things. Ponder. 
Can, how much? How much uh, no, we, we always say, can you give me five? No, doesn't work. I think it was Tim said, can you give me some time? I, that's a quotable quote. <laughs> that's a quotable quote. Can you give me time? <laughs> oh, you're, that's dangerous. Don't you love church? Don't you just love it? Huh? Not one, I, if I catch one of you going like this. That's what we used to do after 10 minutes. Huh? Ponder. Ponder consequence. Ponder your decisions. I'm going, I might step on my toes. Let's put it this way. I'll step on Tom's toes. The Lord told me. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. The Lord told me. I don't know about that. One brother had it so many times to me. I said, do you have a telephone? The Lord told me. The Lord told me. The Lord told me. I said, man, I'll be lucky if in all my 30 some odd years at that time, I get one or two of those. And then even then, it trepidation. I would never say it. Because if it's false, repent. So when you ponder something, pondering isn't pondering it in forward gear. Or reverse. Trying to get out of something you wish you didn't get into. To ponder something is leave it in neutral. Because sometimes people say, well, I got to have this. And you watch it. Just watch it. Because I preached way back 30 some odd years ago in the log church. You say, how do you remember that? I don't know. I just do. Where I, I preached on God will give you the desire of your heart. But watch what you desire. Because that's scripture. He said, I'll give you the desire of your heart. Yeah, but you better watch. You better ponder this. Ponder it. I wish Achan would have pondered it. Ponder something before you say something. We do. I trust we all do. Ponder it. Because you're a creator. Just how you say it can even be taken wrong. And you didn't mean it. I'm going to go slow now here because I want you to ponder. Ponder. I've preached enough, I think. Now ponder. Ponder. She waited out. She had scripture. She pondered it. It's not economics. God never dealt on the face of the earth on economics. It's called the leadership of the Holy Spirit. Then when you say, God told me, you know what I do? I throw my hands up and say, if God told you that, God bless you. Who am I to argue with God? But if you say, Brother Tom, could you pray with me? And we'll pray with you. 
But don't, when, as soon as you tell, then you're saying God spoke. I would wish you pondered. Because in his, if he would have pondered, said, well, that Babylonian garment really doesn't mean that much to me. Or that golden wedge does not leave that much to me. But it will help me in my retirement package. Boy, we got squeaky clean here. He was a part of the church. He wasn't a Hittite, Jebusite. Was he Job? Or was he an Israelite? He was an Israelite. But when he took it, he didn't ponder the consequence. I'm trying to make a point. I know it's a drastic point, but it's a big point. God had promised them victory with no death. And 26 men died. Because God told them, don't, don't send up a whole a pile of them. Because, you know, you're going to weary everybody out. Just send out a few. Just spend 3,000 out and you'll, you'll destroy I. That's okay. And 26 men died. And Israel retreated. So Joshua knew there's a problem in the camp. The Holy Ghost still is in the camp. Don't fool yourself, saints. People do things they wish they never done. But they didn't ponder it. They didn't leave it in neutral. They put it not in first gear, fourth gear, full rev. And the children of Israel committed a trespass in that cursed thing. That's what God thought about it was. And Achan was brought before Joshua. And the word discerned Achan. And Achan had to be gathered with his wife. His children. His daughters. His sons. His oxen. His asses. His sheep. His tent. Would it have been best to ponder? Not wonder. I wonder whether I should do this or not. Wonder will get you nowhere. Ponder until you find the will of God. And they took all they had and Israel stoned them, burned them with fire and stoned them with stones. What a consequence. I'm sure after a lot of people in Israel pondered. Let's close. <laughs> Not a good note to close on, is it? But it's 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 serious. It's very serious. Because God was trying to move them from out of Egypt to all their inheritance. And God is trying to move us to all our inheritance. 
A new body. Streets of gold. Man, you want to read Future Home again. You want to have a jubilee? Read Future Home. Streets of gold. The river of God flowing from the throne of God. <laughs> oh my, you're looking at me like, oh, I got that already. That's your problem. You've got too many roots in Laodicea. We got to uproot and look and ponder what this message is really about. Is there an expectation that as a virgin would have had, am I the one? Am I the one? And then an angel's visitation and she could say, I am the one. I want to ask you the question, are we the one that Romans 8 speaks about and says, for the earnest expectation of the creature waiteth for the manifestation of the sons of God. Is that a prophecy or is that being fulfilled? Ponder. Ponder. She pondered her fulfillment. What about yours? Is it a happy-go-lucky life? Oh, is this too intense? Oh, you mean we're serious about this gospel? We're just not a easy-believing church? Do we come with expectation? As the Virgin Mary would have. Or as Moses would have. There's an earnest expectation for the manifestation of the sons of God. In the Greek, it means someone, and I got to say, I'm the someone, is waiting expectantly, longingly, earnestly for the sons of God to be made known. Come on. I wanted somebody to jump up and say, that's me. (laughs) That's me. Come on, Victor. That's me. Paul wrote about it, but there has to be a fulfillment of it. Isaiah wrote about it, but there had to be a fulfillment of it. And so then there's a people that are expectantly, longingly, earnestly waiting to be called the sons of God, waiting for their revealing. (laughs) The creation is waiting for your revealing. (laughs) Sister Ruth, God bless you. I love that handshake, arm wave. This is not a concert. This is actually the church of the living God. They copy us. Some of you got it, some of you don't. It's okay. So there's an expectation. God has an expectation. And I remember Brother Malcolm and I talked on it one time. He says, actually, God, you said God has an expectation. Of course he has an expectation. He has an expectation. He will see his seed. 
So creation now is waiting for the son's revealing. And God's prophecy says, we, he will see his seed. Saints, can I say, the end time is here. Without a question. Remember Brother Brother Bisco preached on the invasion? Hmm? Remember that, Brother Timothy? Huh? He said, we better have old-fashioned prayer meetings. Satan has invaded America. But he says, we better be having old-time prayer meetings. Brother Marco, you can say, I'm one of them. Prophet prophesied. Sammy, prophet prophesied. We better be having them. It's not here pumping you up saying you better meet on Monday night, brothers, because the prophet says you better have them. You are having them. We better be having old-fashioned prayer meetings in our home, crying out to God day and night. The day is at hand. Distress is here. It's troubled times. The Bible says so. But you know when you preach that? 1954, the year I was born. And here I am, a 67-year-old man. Oh, sorry, 68. Wrapping up, folks. The rottenest place. And the drums are rolling. The rottenest place is the United States of America. It's not red, white, and blue, folks. It's not the Maple Leaf. It's the kingdom of God. Laodicea is not located on a continent. It's a spirit around the world. The bride is not just a Cloverdale Bible way. It's around the world. It's not only rotten in the U.S. It's rotten in Canada. It's rotten in South America. It's rotten in Russia. Rotten. And it goes all the way back to Hollywood. Hollywood. The great army. Hollywood. Yeah, your Spider-Man's got to go. Your Iron Man's got to go. I'll look this way. Hmm? Your Green Lanterns. I don't even know what they got anymore because the Green Lantern was when I was a kid. I guess you got your Batman still? Somebody said yes, watch it. Watch it. I'm not looking. I heard the voice, but I know who it is. They got all that sort of nonsense. And they call them superheroes. Well, I want you to look around the room right now. I want to show you superheroes. You conquered the devil every day. You're sitting in the church of God. You're loving Jesus Christ. You hate what this world produces. You are the superhero. They're only a copycat. Satan can only copy. He's never an original. We had a Superman way before Superman came. And that Superman was Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I say that because I feel the Holy Spirit is here, he says. 
The invasion's on. But they ain't conquering us. There's the difference. America, Canada, the world is being conquered. But not the bride. Can I hear an amen? Not me. No way. I am not going to be a lukewarm church member. The invasion's on. But also, can I say the conquering's on? Hallelujah. My expectation is going to be manifested. It's the end time now. He says as his last service, we can look around and we can see the way the human mind is leaning. Teaching children LGBTQ whatever. Crazy. And they call us crazy. But they won't give us the same time they want. Is that insanity? Calling good evil. And evil good. This day. That scripture. Is fulfilled in your ears. You better thank God you got a little sanctuary for your children to go to. Thank God God gave your pastor a vision for that building over there. Thank God for the teachers that God's raised up. Thank God for Brother Kim Digwall. You might as well start thanking him for the good things. Instead of complaining about the bad things. Brother Norm, you're a hero in my eyes. A retired man, not paid a penny. For year after year after year after year. Taught your children. I say, God bless Brother Norm and Sister Louise Wood. Hero. Super hero. Get it out of your mind. Get Hollywood Thrown out of your mind. Witches and goblins. There's more demonic Draculas. Garbage. Garbage. Living off perverted blood. We are. Eating off of. The body word. Of the son of man. They're perverts, liars, cheats. But you are the bride of Jesus Christ. I'm sorry if you have to throw away your superhero comic books. Figurines. But before you throw them, look on eBay, see what they're going for. I'm only kidding. Burn them. Have to lighten it up a bit. eh? (laughs) My expectation. I don't. I don't know. You know, we're we're, we're going to grad. Now, can I just squeeze a little bit into part two a little bit? We're going into grad. That was a meager yeah, but that's okay. (laughs) 
And every grad has an expectation. Hmm? In their minds, they've got already. But are those realistic expectations? So you have to discern expectation by the word. Because bosses, jobs, allurements can give you unrealistic expectation. And once you've gone through the experience, it's a bad place to be. Ponder your expectation. Ponder it deeply. God, where would you lead me? What would you have for me, Lord? Because now my inheritance, if you aren't getting preached to and moving you from here to another dimension, we're missing what the prophet is trying to pull us into. It's not only that we can rejoice and say, Satan, you're aware. You're whipped. Amen. I'll rejoice with that. But it's not just that. It's not just telling him you have no legal right. Of course he knows he has no legal right. He knows that already. So half the time we preach, we're reminding him what he already knows. But here was a faithful messenger preaching the word of God, trying to bring us into another place. And as Brother Bisco preached on two worlds, I looked that up and man, it's, it's all over the place. And you say, well, why didn't we see it then? But now I was looking at another dimension. He says, another dimension is here. I'm hearing my voice, but I'm 20 years down the road. And I'm hearing my voice. And I know I'm standing on this platform. But I'm with a brother 20 years past. Oh, that is so far past what we... Oh, I know the message. Really? What do we know? Dig a little deeper. Dig a little deeper. You can know a lot and it doesn't do you any good. Here comes three wise men two years later. <laughs> They've had Simeon, Anna, shepherds. Right? They've had all these testimonies going on. And then all of a sudden, two years later, comes three wise men. And this is the insidious part about the scripture. Not the scripture is insidious. It's the insidious part about mankind. The scholars knew, according to scripture, where Messiah would be born. And even though they knew it, it didn't move them to it. A lot of people know about the message, but it doesn't move them to the message. Do you understand what I'm saying? 
Because the scripture says, Now when Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, there came wise men. And we all know the story saying, Where is he born? Where is born king of the Jews? For we have seen a star in the east. And yes, we know this Christmas story. But when Herod the king heard this, he was troubled and all Jerusalem with him. What's your problem? Why be troubled? Let your heart not be troubled. God prepared a place for them. It was in Christ. Messiah. He was there. But they were troubled. Why? Carnality. And when they gathered all the chief priests, scribes, and the people together, he demanded of them where Christ should be born. Phil, what would you do? I would tell you, I would say to my boss, boss, I'm out of here. I'm on my way to Bethlehem. But they wanted to kill him. What is wrong? If you're not seed, you want to kill this message. Let me say it a little stronger. If you're not seed, you're a murderer. Because you're trying to kill the influence. Where? Where? He demanded them where Christ would be born. Was he going to worship him or was he going to murder him? And they said unto him, they knew exactly in Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it is written of the prophets. The ancient of days. <laughs> glory. The God of glory. Think about it. Formed in a body called Jesus Christ. And the insidiousness of a king, of the scribes, and of the priests. Wanted to kill it. No wonder Jesus said. You are of the father. The devil. And the works he did. You'll do. Serpent seed. Hates this message. Only the seed of God. Love this message. The ancient of days has become the babe in flesh. Look at your cradling. Zion, Dan. Why don't you just hold Zion up for a minute? Oh, sorry, you're trading. You're killing me. There is a man cradling a child. A gift from God. But there was Mary, who had a visitation from an angel that knew no man. And she carried him just as Dan is carrying that baby. And that baby was Elohim. 
Thank you, Brother Dan. Great illustration. She held him tenderly just as you held him. Elohim. Baby. And they wanted to kill it. Demons. Same as this message. Christ in you. They want to kill you. They want to tear you down. But you cannot tear down God. God in you. The hope of glory. You're the victorious one. I'm sorry, folks. Satan can't have you. I guess I can't be sorry, can I? Hmm? Devil can't have you? You might as well tell him. Take your hands off of God's property. This is not a message to play with. This is a message to ponder. This is a message now to move me into another dimension. We've rejoiced in what God's doing, but there's more. There's more than just having babies and children. There's more. There's a change in a body that my soul is calling for. And he shall see his seed. He has that expectation. I have that expectation. Mary pondered. She waited out. But she lived in her expectation. Can you imagine? Sister Rachel. A little lady. Stomping on her feet like that. Arthritis gone. Sister Debbie. I was thinking. I said, I'll stomp for you. I'll stomp for you. I didn't stomp the devil anyway. Hey, not too long ago, I couldn't do this. But now I can do this. We got the devil on the run. Let's keep him running. We got the victory. Let's keep him running. I don't have to say, hey, brothers, let's have a prayer meeting. We are having prayer meetings. Why? Because there's an invasion going on. But you are the conqueror. Christ in you, the hope of glory. For I'm jealous over you with a godly jealousy. It's no longer I that live, but Christ living in me. I live by faith in the word of God. Musicians, please come. We'll be here longer. I believe the question from our pondering is over. Is Malachi for the one? I, will, I, I, I trust today. I'm sorry. I've got pages and pages and pages of quotes here for you. I'm in this dimension. I'm in that dimension. I'm just, God is here to vindicate this ministry. It's here to vindicate the ministry so that you could have confidence not in man, but the word that the ministry was bringing. He said, it's not me. The same pillar of fire, unveiling of God, that helped them write the Bible is the one that interprets this Bible to me. If that can't give you confidence, saints of God, I don't know what would. But my expectation is in Him. The question by your pondering should be, I don't have the question, are you the one? Or is there another? No, God sent a messenger 
of Malachi 4. No different than John the Baptist to introduce you to Jesus Christ. And that will be part two. God sent a messenger in another dimensional realm to come back into this realm to bring you into that realm. This is beyond quote, quote, quote. This is now bringing us into the very presence of the great I am. I feel the pull. Close. I feel the into the lion's den with a question of whether God was going to be there. He knew God was going to be there. EBA, it's not a question whether God's going to be in your trial. He's with you in your trial. Do you believe, EBA? Do you believe? Do you believe? Have you pondered this now? Yes. 
Have we prayed for you, EBA? And prayed for you? Then go believing. Go expecting. You've pondered on this. Is your God a healer? Is he a deliverer? Then just go on your way believing. That's what your prophet said here. He says, do you want your sight? Then don't go on believing. But it's all right to come to a service again. And say, prophet, I thought you said I'm healed. And what does Brother Bram turn around and say? I thought you said you believe. He says, then what do I do? Go act like you're healed. You say, I'm a believer. I pondered this out. God is my savior. He's my deliverer. Then go act like it. Do what you've been doing, Brother eBay. By God's stripes, I am healed. He said, start praising him. Your eyes will open. Hallelujah. Brother Bram said he went out of the meeting and he started to testify. And people started to look at him and say, ridiculous, ridiculous. Look at him, ridiculous. But he didn't care for the ridicule. He kept on believing. He came for over three weeks interrupting the meetings. Praise the Lord, he'd holler, for healing me. People laughed at him. People mocked him. But he went to the barber's chair, and you know the story. And the barber was mocking him, rolling his eyeballs. And he said, hey, I heard he went to that religious meeting. Mm -hmm. He said, that's true, I did. And you said, you're healed. He said, I am healed. Then his eyes opened up. It's not mind over matter. It's confessing the word of God. And he went running out of that barber store with the barber after him. So I say to you this morning, do you have a need in your body? Go believing. Ponder the word. By his stripes I'm holding. We read it out of Isaiah 53. He was marked more than any other man, the Bible says. By his stripes, I am whole. He was bruised for your iniquity. But God's going to see his seed. And his seed is going to be revealed. All creation is groaning, waiting for your revealing. Let's bow our heads in a word of prayer. Little long, Father, forgive me. Lord, I just wanted to end at this point. All things are possible to them that believe. If you can overshadow a virgin, create within her womb an egg, sperm, and create a body to dwell in, that she cradled in her arms the spoken word. Lord, let that spoken word become a reality, not just in our arms, but in our lives. And let us see the manifestation of the sons of God.
Lord, let us go beyond this realm of flesh. And Lord, as we will get into another service, bumping into angels, bumping into the angel of God himself. I pray, Father God, you'll make this message more alive to each and every one of us. Not a story, not a quote, but moving us, Lord, into a higher realm, into a dimension we have not experienced. I pray for every young person and old alike, God, that you will move us into these channels, I pray. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Amen. There is a land I'm longing for.
I'm expecting it sooner than I am later. And maybe I have to go before to welcome you on that shore. If that be my number, so be it. But saints of God, I'm ready for a change. I'm ready for another land. I trust you keep that focused. Keep that in the forefront of your mind. There's another place to go that we're going to. And just remember at the end of future home, Brother Brown says, Abraham thought the city was coming down because he met Melchizedek. And then a prophet ends his ministry with, Who is this Melchizedek? The city's got to be coming down soon, saints. There is a land. Keep it on the forefront of your mind. Greet one another. You're dismissed in Jesus' name. Thank you.